I'm Mo Amir, a basic bro podcaster who loves yoga, kombucha, politics, and stand-up comedy. And I'm Megan Edwards, a radio announcer, author, and entertainment reporter who has a strong opinion about, well, about almost everything. We connected after both appearing on a reality TV dating show where neither of our dates worked out because, well... Let's be honest, we didn't have our shit together. But here we are, offering you life lessons that we learned the hard way. This is... Get your shit together with Megan Edwards and Mo Amir. Two people who do not have their shit together. My name is Mo Amir. And I'm Megan Edwards. And today's little chat is an ode to the haters. Mm-hmm. I actually hate that term, by the way. The haters? <laughs> what would you rather call them? The dislikers. The deplorables. No, I don't know <laughs> what I would call them. But we are going to talk about negative feedback. Mm-hmm. We are, I would say, Vancouver D-listers. 100 P. In the sense that, like, literally thousands of people will hear our voice every week, Mm -hmm. and we put ourselves out in the public. Mm -hmm. Whenever you do that, whoever you are, you're going to get people that maybe give you advice, which can be great, and you're just going to get some people that hate you. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Or or hate what you have to say and how you say it. And I want to start off by saying that I love feedback. Obviously, I love when people tell me how my work has affected them or if they're enjoying it. Right. But I do also like when people say, hey, did you ever consider this or did you ever consider that? Mm -hmm. And I've had people correct me on my use of certain terminology. I've had people correct me on facts. Mm -hmm. I've had people, media types and others, just give great suggestions that I've incorporated in my podcast or my other work. It's more of the toxic, insulting vitriol Mm -hmm. that is like always a head scratcher for me. And I know that women get it way harder than men. No one's attacking my looks or what I'm wearing. Again, I'm also in an audible format for the most part, not visual. Right. What's your experience been like when we talk about this type of negative feedback? Oh my God. Um, So I started in entertainment when I was like 10 or 11. So I've always been in it and always been, always had to get criticism Mm -hmm. um, in some form or another. But it really started when I started working in radio, which I started in Halifax and then continued here in Vancouver. And a lot of negative feedback came when Janet and I wrote our book, Girl, It's Not You, It's Definitely Him, Mm -hmm. because people really take things on face value. It's like like they're reading um, a headline, the title, Girl, It's Not You, It's Definitely Him. Don't read the whole book and just bash us for yeah. oh you hate men you're a man hater um two over the hill women we got one time over the hill women you who are 20s so- when you wrote it? <laughs> i was like 29 30 yeah two over the hill women writing a book because they're so desperate that's when we really got a lot of hate and i remember one time doing um a radio show uh, down the street from here actually and um I have never received so much hate until that day. Wow. Um, calling me a whore, calling me a bitch, a slut, a, everything they could think of. I was like, what? You, what? Like, and what? all you're doing is promoting your book. I was promoting my book. And your book doesn't have like an ideology to it. It's just these collection of stories, yeah. dating stories. The, and then the title is like poking fun at the whole situation. Yeah. We've had people ask us too, do you hate men? No, I don't hate men. <laughs> I I have I've had boyfriends that are lovely and amazing. I have an amazing father. Like 
just no of course i don't hate men yeah that's not what it's about read the book and you'll find out yeah um we always have had hope and still have hope about having love in our lives and finding a great guy and both of us have um so people got very angry about that Mm -hmm. for sure and we're vile (laughs) i find that so amusing where someone criticizes you and just goes over the top without even knowing what you said or what you did Mm -hmm. like I put out this satirical piece on CKNW. Okay. And so it was on CKNW. I got some criticism there. We could talk about that later if we want. But on Twitter, Mm -hmm. I put out the piece and very sarcastically wrote, oh, I love the new PST cut that's coming out. Blah, blah, blah. It's so awesome. And the actual radio segment is me making fun of it. Mm -hmm. So it's a political piece. But people just read the caption on Twitter Mm -hmm. and they were like, how could you say that? Blah, 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 blah. Like, you know how this is going to affect people and they're going off. And I'm like, it's a two minute clip. Why don't you listen to it? Yes. And then you'll actually find out that I'm on your side, yes. stupid. Like, that's what exactly it. It's That's exactly what I'm saying. People do that all the time. They read the headline. Yeah. Um, which in your case is is what you wrote on your Twitter just to intro the two-minute piece. Mm-hmm. My, the title of my book, people go on blogs, read the caption, like the headline or whatever you want to call it. Don't read the whole story. So they think they know what they're talking about, but they don't. Yeah. You have to get the facts. And a lot of the time, headlines are, um, what's it called? Like they're, uh, they're trying to just grab your attention it's really clickbait. fast. Yeah. yeah, clickbait. Just like our book, it's clickbait or yeah. whatever you want to call it. Um, people be smarter. Just read the whole thing. And I've had the same thing happen with headlines that I've done in Vancouver's Awesome or the Daily Hive, or even sometimes when I'll like hype a guest, like an episode's coming out in two days and I'll go, this guest is is on the show. Yeah. And you'll just get these responses of like, oh, more libtard bullshit. And it's like, <laughs> you haven't even heard the podcast. Like, you, oh my God. what are you talking about? <laughs> exactly. I actually had somebody... When me and you did the interview on Flip Out, mm. um, with Flip Out rather, and we we post little captions on our Instagram. It's just little tiny pieces of the actual episode mm-hmm. that people can hear. And I think Flip Out was talking about Britney Spears or something. I forget exactly. About having to play Britney Spears. Yes. Yeah. And somebody at my work came up to me and said, oh, Megan asking the hard hitting questions about Britney Spears on your podcast. <laughs> and I was like... So number one, you didn't listen to it at all because yeah. I didn't ask anything about Britney Spears. Yeah. And number two, shut your mouth. <laughs> <laughs> and I said, oh, well, in that case, you should do the interview because you could probably do it better than me, couldn't you? That's my lesson, actually. Yeah. My lesson is, and, you know, unlike you, like you're more entertainment, I do more politics. Yes. And I will find that I will get all this negative criticism about how I'm a hack. Like if I'm literally interviewing someone from one party, I'm a hack for their party. Right. But then the next week I'll interview someone from the other party and then I'm a hack for their party. Right. Or even when I'm giving my own commentary, my Mm -hmm. own opinion on things, I'll put it out there and I'll get all these assholes that come out and say, you're a hack. This is bullshit. You're stupid. And I've challenged those people. And some of them are anonymous trolls. Some of them, have their name attached to their their comments. And I've literally challenged them and being like, if you disagree, write back to Vancouver is awesome Mm -hmm. and give them a response. Totally. If you disagree with something I say on CKNW, shoot them an email or even leave a voicemail for them and say, hey, I want two minutes to talk about this because I actually, here's my counter view. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Send them counter arguments. Mm -hmm. 
media outlets, especially ones that are supposed to be interactive, like talk radio, like digital blogs or digital news, like Vancouver's Awesome and the Daily Hive, they like people interacting and participating. Totally. They want that. Yes. And I've literally put out that challenge and be like, listen, I see you're mad or whatever, but please. And if you need a contact, I will give you a contact. Mm-hmm. But you just being upset and trolling. and trolling when you could very easily get a couple hundred words in print or two minutes on the radio and yeah. make your point, like that would be way more productive, but instead you're just being mad at me. <laughs> and, and and sometimes using fake accounts to do so. Yeah. That is hilarious to me. I this I just remembered this as you were talking about it. Um, I had this fake account message me and say, so are you two lesbians now that you hate men? And I was like, uh, no, <laughs> no, we're not. But like, a uh, woman or man up and use a real account if you actually yeah. have a question to ask me. Yeah. Uh, get some balls. Yeah, exactly. And, and I, th- I think that's it. Like, I think when you put yourself out there in the public sphere, whether it's entertainment, politics, radio, TV, print, mm-hmm. whatever, people get so upset. And I think part of it is like, they can't do it themselves. Yeah. They don't have the guts. They don't have the skills. And we're talking like, baseline skills to get a letter to the editor in or to get a couple <laughs> minutes on talk radio. It's not even a letter anymore. It's a freaking like an email or you can yeah. message the social media. It's very easy to do it these days. Yeah. And and also I think they don't really have a true passion for what they're talking about because no. I don't think anger is a passion. It's more like a reflection of a dissatisfaction within yourself. Yes. Yeah. Because if they were, and I'm talking about myself now, but if they were really passionate about a political angle, they'd be out there trying to make that argument. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. And I'm not saying they have to be become a media personality, but I'm just saying like, if they really cared and this really upset them, they'd be out there trying to change people's minds. Yeah. But instead they're on Twitter or wherever else. Facebook is another really <laughs> shitty one. Yeah. And they're just like writing hate as like some sort of weird release. And honestly, I and I said this to you before, there's a lot of people who would listen to me or listen to you and be like, eh, I don't agree with that and just get on with their day. Yeah, yeah. And they have, it's because they're busy. They're doing other things. They're not like, I'm, I'm writing Megan Edwards or Mo Amir and I'm, I'm bitching at them. They just don't have time. They're doing other things. Yeah. It's these people that literally don't have a lot going on and they're sitting in front of their computer or wherever and being like, Oh, Mo said this. So I'm going to, you know, say this and this and this. Like, do you, is that all you do? Is that just, you just sit there and write shit to people who are actually putting in a lot of work. This is what we do for a living. Well, it's what I do for a living for sure. And sometimes it's like, can we not get a break? Like just remember that this is our job and, People are sitting there just trolling. Yeah. This and is- I want to be clear as well, aside from this podcast, the other media stuff I do, I do get paid. It's not for right. not for a living. That's not my day job. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I do get paid. And, and it's because they want me to produce content yeah. for them. And when we're talking about these people, one thing that I remember I saw when the CKNW announcement went out, mm-hmm. a lot of personalities at Global and CKNW, they were very kind. They were like retweeting with their own comments, being like, oh, we love Mo. You know, we're so excited. Right. This is going to be great. And I remember I saw this one account. And again, it was like this faceless troll account, (laughs) just like commenting on every one of those posts and being like, token hire, token hire, token hire. Oh my God. 
And and I remember looking at that just being, and obviously when you see something like that, uh, the immediate response is like, you're like, what the fuck? Who the fuck is this person? Yes. But then I was just like, that person's a fucking loser. Yeah. <laughs> like, and super that's jealous. so sad yes. that, they, that that's how they took, however long it took them, let's say it was even 10 minutes of their day, going through people who were just saying nice things about me and throwing that on there. Plus they had to make the fake account in the first place. And usually you need an email to do that. So they had to sign up for Gmail, make a password, then go into Facebook. It took a lot of them. And they really just wanted to say token hire a million times. Yeah. So weird. Lame. Lame as fuck. Like I assume this person doesn't even know me. <laughs> Maybe they do. Maybe they do. I mean, they it, if they're fake like that, it's probably because they you're aware of them. If not, why don't they just leave the message or the rude message from their regular account. Do you know what I mean? Oh, Why yeah, do they yeah. have to make a fake account? Because they don't want you to know who they are. I think some people also just have running fake accounts so they can just troll. I mean, I have, I had, I don't really use it anymore, a running fake account just to stalk people. <laughs> but I did not comment ever on anyone's stuff, yeah. ever. I just feel like that's, if I'm going to do that, I want to do it from... I can't be mad at someone for saying shit to me on a fake account if I'm going to do that. So I've not done that. I just want, you know, I used to want to see like yeah, boyfriend I, stuff. Yeah, fair enough. <laughs> I think for me too, like I've definitely said stupid shit online, but it's always been attached to my name and it adds that yes. amount of accountability of like, yeah, I said that. Yeah. Never anything like threats or violence or just no, like God, straight no. up insults. No. But- yeah, it's like, well, if you feel that way, just add your name. Well, here's the thing I've learned from this. Mm -hmm. um, okay, so when I was like, I started in radio when I was 20 and probably when I was 22 or 23. Um, and I had never done this before, but I just one day decided to Google my name. Mm. And bad idea. Um, and some things came up. Like this guy had written on a random like chat forum. Megan Edwards is so rude. I met what? her one time at a party and she she acted like her shit don't stink. Like just like something like that. And all these people were writing underneath, like, oh, that sucks. That's that's very disappointing to hear that she's rude. A couple were like, Yeah, I met her too. She is a bitch. And then one person wrote, he, he was like, I sit next to her dad at work and there's a picture of her on his desk. And I was like, That's creepy. Okay, this has gone too far. So I was like 23. I did everything I could to find out who wrote the first message. Yeah. And I found him. You did? Yes, I did. And he was someone who I, uh, well, knew through people, but I don't even remember meeting him. Yeah. I don't remember it at all. And to be honest, I I know I have a resting bitch face and I know sometimes I come across as, as rude, but it's mostly just because, like, I, I'm always trying to feel out the room. I'm always, I'm a little shy at first. So it comes across that but way. But also, just being a human being, not every single interaction you have is going to be this, like... No. People are going to walk away from it being like, oh, what a great person. Totally. And especially <laughs> like just back going about then. your day. Yeah. I was 23. So anyway, I found him and I wrote him and I, I, I said... You did? To, yes. What did you say? I said, like, what was the point of you saying that? Like, you don't know me. All this kind of shit. We went back and forth a few times, and uh, I don't really remember how it ended. I don't remember if he said sorry or not. I'm not sure. Mm. Um, but my point is, I what I have learned from this, <laughs> this experience, I will not Google my name. And Smart. even if I did and found something, I am not going to waste 12 hours of my day looking it. for the guy again. <laughs> I've done it. I can say I did it. 
it was kind of fun. Not anymore. Not worth it. I'm 34 now. I'm yeah. not fucking doing that shit. And also in my experience, I found that, you know, when I announce a guest or I have those clips up of a guest on the podcast, I will get those same stories. Some some random will be like, I met this person once and they were super rude and whatever. Yeah. And it goes back to that idea of like, we're just human. Every interaction can't be this like, exactly. I'm, a, I'm this great compassionate person. And you don't know we're what just they're going, going through. Day. Exactly. They're, you might be saying hi and they're like, they need to get some work done. So like, oh yeah, hi, hi, hi. But they're thinking about something else. You yeah. know, it's not all about you like yeah. there's other things going on in people's lives everyone's so selfish like it's not all about you sometimes people are you know one gray area that i kind of struggle with and so I, i'd like your take on this as well i feel like more people should hold politicians accountable mm-hmm. right mm-hmm. so i'm not talking about obviously i'm not talking about threats or just like toxic insults or whatever but they seem to be like you're allowed to satirize them. You're allowed to make mm-hmm. parodies of them. You can kind of make jokes at their expense. And the same goes for very big entertainment figures as well. Yeah. Absolutely. Right. You're allowed to make fun of Kanye and Taylor Swift yeah. or whoever else. Yeah. So I think it's a lot of people who think that some of that stuff that's like clever and good natured is the same as like straight up insulting someone yeah definitely not yeah getting called a a fucking slut and (laughs) (laughs) i mean that's not nice it's not and it's yeah it's not accurate either yeah yeah i don't think these people are getting it exactly with your experience with trolls like how much of it is genderized in terms of like calling you a slut or talking about your looks like is it all genderized in terms of the toxic stuff that you get Mm, yeah, mostly. It's mostly like slut whore talking about my looks, um, you know, saying that we're lesbians and because we can't find a guy. Right. I'm like, that's not an insult at all. I don't care if yeah. you call me a lesbian, but like, why do you care what I'm doing with my sexual orientation anyway? Like, why is that a diss to you? Yeah. Um, and yeah, it's a lot about how I look the age I am mm. today. I was doing my, my bigo thing that I do my social media thing. Mm-hmm. And pe- I had someone say, why aren't you married? Shouldn't you be married at this age? <laughs> like, uh, no, <laughs> I will be married if, and when I want to get married. Yeah. It, yeah. So I think it is. I mean, do you get that? Do you get looks, marriage, that sort of thing? No. And that's, I think that's the difference. I, and that's, I would say my, I would call that privilege to a certain degree because it's, yeah, it's never like, Never about looks, never about You marriage. should be married by now. Yeah. Yeah, you're a slut. Never about aesthetics, no. <laughs> no, no you're a huge no slut. No one's called me a slut. <laughs> 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 they might say, you know what? I mean, maybe there's a maybe there's a masculine part to it. I've certainly heard like sure. someone being like, like libtard or, you know, those like feminizing insults for men. Right. Which I also find weird. Sexist. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. It just is what it is. And and I certainly embrace things that are stereotypically feminine, like yoga and, you know, certain sport forms of spirituality, which might be associated more sure. with like the yoga mom or whatever. But yeah. So I don't I don't find that stuff insulting, but nothing genderized. I would Do you say. think you get anything like racial? Occasionally. Yeah. yeah. Like the token hire stuff, you'll get yeah. that. Or yeah. 
people saying like, oh, well, he's an immigrant, so what would he know? And it's like, well, oh my god. Well, first of all, shut the fuck up. <laughs> uh, second of all, like a lot of immigrants are much more well informed because they have like a bigger interest in terms of coming here and learning the culture and stuff. One hundred percent. And you're so smart. You're one of the smartest people I know. <laughs> oh, thank you. Absolutely. But but then also I immigrate like I immigrated here when I was four. Like I had no say in it. You're Canadian. <laughs> like you're so Canadian. Yes. So you'll occasionally get stuff like that. It's just for me because it's more on the political end. It's always just like you're a hack or a shill for whoever I'm talking to that week, right? Which I just never, I don't get that insult because I don't get paid from those people. <laughs> no, exactly. And you know, as being, I guess, a journalist. I don't know if you would call yourself that, but to not some a journalist, but like are, a commentator. Yeah. Sure, you kind of have. You can't really be biased. You really should get both sides, a story from both sides, interview both sides. That says a lot about you, rather than just being like, "I'm going to talk to the person who I would vote for." Well, here's the thing. So on my podcast, that's what I try to do. Yeah, and everyone gets a fair shot, even if I personally disagree with them. That would make a great episode, <laughs> right? Arguing back and forth. Well, I, and I, I'm not that antagonistic. I'm not that confrontational. Sure. So that's not even my interview style. Mm-hmm. So on my, on this is Van Culler. That's definitely, you know, how, how the show is run. But then for Vancouver's awesome for CKNW, I'm literally paid to give an opinion. I'm, right. I'm paid to give my opinion. So right. I do take a side. <clears throat> sure. And I don't, and again, like I said, people can disagree and that's fine. And if you're really upset, like, don't rage at me. Go write them. Like, yeah. write a counterpiece. Yeah. Why are you so angry? <laughs> Why are you angry? Like, it's, it's very easy to... You would think it would be easy to sit down and just be like, hey, you know what? I don't agree with you, and here's why. Da-da-da-da-da. It's, it's very... People f- seem very angry a lot of the time mm-hmm. towards people like us who are putting ourselves out there and saying our opinions or, you know, writing books or whatever. They seem very angry. And I would almost wonder what that person's quote unquote recreational time looks like. (laughs) You know what I mean? Like, do they have hobbies? I I was, like I said, I'm a nerd. I remember being young and a teenager and and a young adult as well. And I would write letters to the editor and op-eds and stuff like that. I totally can picture you doing that. And they would occasionally be published and occasionally they wouldn't. Yeah. And that's fine. I understood that. But even I understood like, all these media outlets, they need content. They're trying to get different voices and, and opinions. See, and- smart guy. He's been smart <laughs> since day one. He knew that way back then. You're kind of like Meghan Markle. She did that. Uh, she wrote, uh, it was like a laundry soap company. And it said, it was talking about women doing the laundry. Mm. And she was really young. And she was like, I don't think it's fair that you say women doing the laundry. And right. she wrote to them. And then they changed the whole commercial. Yeah. And they'll get back to you. Like, it happens. Yeah. And I always found myself like, that's going to be more productive. Because maybe people will read this. Or maybe someone important will read this. As opposed to just like, I'm just going to... Fuck you. Yeah. <laughs> throw this <laughs> vial out on the internet. Yeah. Well, we... I mean, like we said before, there's obviously other things going on deep down inside in these people. Yeah. One thing I want to say, and I want to kind of end it on this note as well, Mm -hmm. there also is a lot of positivity on the internet. Sure. Yeah, there is. Like what I'm talking about from my perspective is literally maybe 5% of what Mm -hmm. I see. It sucks that that's something that sticks in your mind when you see it. Yeah. But I would say that in general, from my perspective, and, and yours can be different, and I'm sure for a lot of people, the ratio is much different. But 
the internet, when you build those communities, whether it's on Instagram or Twitter or whatever else, some of them are really great. And I mm -hmm. think that's what keeps me on them. If oh, it yeah. was all hate, like I probably would stop. Yeah. <laughs> but the fact that you can actually develop like these relationships and you can see people that are constantly following your work and, and you know, they're, they give you their feedback. It's so cool. It's very cool. And I know what you mean. It's weird because I very rarely, knock on wood, after this episode, I will. <laughs> I very rarely have people doing this, like saying these rude things to me, trolling, making fake accounts. But when it does happen, it sticks out. And yeah. then I forget all of the positive. I have so many positive things. Mm -hmm. um, every time I post a photo, I get great comments from so many people, people I know and people I don't. Yeah. And it's lovely. And then that one comment from someone, and that's what stands out. I We all need to... <laughs> I don't know. I don't. We we have to figure out how to not let that bother us because, for the most part, like you said, if it was that negative all the time, I wouldn't have been in you know radio for thirteen years. Right. <laughs> I just wouldn't have. Yeah, it's weird how the human mind works on that, and it's, it's almost like one of those things where you remember the bad stuff and not all the good stuff. Right? Yeah. Yeah. But so I'm I'm definitely trying to not let that stuff affect me anymore. I love the mute button on Twitter where you could just like if yeah. there's an account that's particularly annoying you just mute it and then you yeah. forget about it and they still do it yeah. and they'll keep going but they don't even know that you're not i, I kick people out of my room on bego my live room oh yeah i kick them out if they start being rude this one guy i kicked i had to kick him out like five or six times because he kept making new counts Whoa. with the same name smart <laughs> very smart <laughs> so that is the uh. note that i want to end on uh, I'm a I'm a big fan of anyone who listens to my stuff and if they ever do reach out and whether it's giving me a suggestion or just saying mm -hmm. like, hey, I like your show. I love that. I mean, it makes such a big difference for me. And and like I said, even constructive criticism, people who think that maybe I'm wrong on something, but they're mm -hmm. coming at it from a place of good faith. Yeah, I've had many conversations and those can be very rewarding. One hundred percent. And I only like positive comments, no constructive criticism, <laughs> only say nice things about me, and that's it. <laughs> All right, I'll slide into your DMs later. Sweet. Okay, cool. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks so much. Good to see you. Yeah, good to see you too. And in case you forgot, I am Mo Amir. And I'm Megan Edwards. And you can take it from us. You can learn the hard way. Or you can get your shit together. 